1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Andy, you know what that music say?
4: Yes, sir, Amos. That music say good health to all from Rexall.
1: Amos and Andy show, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Fred Clark, Joe Kearns, Gene Vanderpile, Byron Kane, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll, Amos and Andy! Yeah! <laughs>
4: How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Charles Correll. On behalf of our sponsors, the 10,000 independent Rexall Druggists and the Rexall Drug Company, as well as for my partner, Freeman Goslin and every member of our show, I want to wish you a new year of happiness, peace, and prosperity. We are truly grateful for the friendly way you have received us into your homes these past Sunday evenings. And our sponsors have asked me to thank you for your patronage and support. During 1952, believe me, all of us will continue to try to please you during 1953. Happy New Year to you all.
1: Well, this is the time of year we're all looking forward to New Year's Eve with its gay parties. And the kingfish and his wife, Sapphire, have received an invitation to the Weddington Van Stewart's annual New Year's Eve party, the social event of the season. Sapphire and her mother have been out shopping all day, and right now, they're in the living room showing the kingfish Sapphire's new outfit for the ball.
2: Well, George, how do you like my new dress?
3: Well, it ain't bad, Sapphire, except the waistline is a
4: little too high.
2: That's the neckline, stupid! <laughs>
3: Neckline, Sapphire. You ain't going out in that. The neckline is bad enough, but look at the way your back is exposed there. Sapphire, who you think you is, Marlon Brando? Now cover yourself up there.
2: Oh, calm down, George. This is the latest thing. This is what they're showing in Paris.
3: Mm, see here now. Look here. Whatever they show in Paris, my wife ain't showing on 134th Street.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: what
3: you want a new dress for, anyway?
5: Well, Sapphire needs a new dress to go with the new mink stole
2: she's getting.
3: Mink stole? Mm-hmm. She don't need new no new fur. What's wrong with the old one, that uh, mink-dyed mohair?
2: <laughs> now, George, you know very well the fur is practically all woe off of it. Yes, Baldy. Don't you
5: remember? Last year, we had to patch the elbows with two of your old topes. <laughs>
3: I wondered why them elbows was getting a little gray at the temples there.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: tell me this, though, Mama, you buying this mink stole for?
2: No, son-in-law, dear. You is. <laughs> Gee,
3: I ain't got that kind of money.
2: Then you better raise it, George. I'm sick and tired of going out every year and facing my friends with an old rag around my neck. I've been humiliated for the last time. Somehow, way, I'm getting a mink stole for the New Year's party. I'm desperate. Desperate, I tell you. Desperate. I'm going to that party with a new mink stole. I ain't gonna be laughed at again this year.
3: All right, I'll see what I can do, but if you was worried about being laughed at, I think it would be cheaper for you to go to the party with a paper bag over your head.
4: (laughs) Kingfish, why is we coming into this awful looking building?
3: Well, I told you, Andy, I got to buy Sapphire a mink stool. That's why I stopped at the bank on the way down and drawed out my life savings.
4: Yeah. You think you're going to be able to get a good mink stole for 68 bucks?
3: <laughs> yeah, Andy, that's why we come in this building here. I see the fur company's ad in the newspaper called the North Alaskan Bay Fur Company, formerly Flatbush
4: Avenue. <laughs> Say, uh, ask for Trapper Dan. <laughs> Uh, you know something? I kind of think this is a fly by night building. Look at the names on some of the doors here. Hey, what is it? The Gold Brick Investment Corporation. <laughs> the Backroom Diamond Company. <laughs> money loaned. Old gold bought. Diamonds recut. Fences welcome.
3: Well, there the building gets a little riff rare. Uh, look at there. There's an attorney. Gonzalez Swartz. <laughs> Quick Mexican divorces. Wires tapped and enchiladas to take out. Look
6: at this. Uh,
4: here he is. Here he is, right here. The North Alaskan Bay Fur Yeah, here's Trapper Dan's.
3: Yeah, uh, and uh, let's get in here.
4: Uh-oh, Kingfish. The last time I heard a door like that was on a tomb.
0: <laughs> what can I do for you, my friend? Oh, oh, I didn't see you hiding behind the door there. Is you uh, Trapper Dan? Who did you expect to find under this coonskin cap? Estes Keyfarber?
3: Well, uh, I'd like to buy a mink stool.
0: uh, Fine, fine, my friend. Just let me close the door. Don't want to get any draft on you.
4: Uh Oh, now I knows why they call him Trapper Dan.
0: So you want to buy a mink stool? Well, you come to the right place, my friend. Here's a lovely piece of merchandise right here. This lovely mink neck piece wraps around the neck and features, and features, my friend, the animal's head, his very own head as the clasp.
4: Yeah, well, that's kind of cute, the way it goes. Say, mister, you show this is mink. I think it's a squirrel. What makes you say that, my friend? Well, look at there. He's got an acorn tucked away in his jowls. (laughs)
0: So what, my friend, so what? A mink can expect a hard winter, too.
3: Yeah, so now look, Mr. Trapper, ain't you got uh, nothing better than this? Mm, you want
4: to see something better, eh? Yeah, so that's I would like to do. Well, now tell me, my friend, are we alone? Well, we is, unless some of these animals are still alive.
3: <laughs> well, what have you got in mind, Mr. Trapper?
0: I got a mink stole that came in today. I think I might be able to let you have it cheap. It's in the back room. I'll, uh, I'll go get it.
3: Yeah, I'll get it. Uh, nice fella, ain't it? Hmm, not a lot of furs in here, Ender.
4: There's a nice mink coat there. Yeah, but I still think these are all imitation furs you.
3: Well, there's one way to tell, Ender. Now, I'll just hold up the sleeve here and blow on it. Yeah. Now, you put your face down there and watch how the fur stands up when I blow. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> hey, see there, Ender? That, uh, that, uh, that, uh, uh, that. Ender, that's funny. All of a sudden, you was wearing a four-day
4: growth of beard there. What? The... <laughs> I wouldn't want to go out in that coat and get caught in a windstorm. You'd wind up where you was going in a leather jacket.
0: Well, here we are. Here we are. A beautiful silver-blue mink stove. Yeah, yeah. That ain't bad looking. Uh, you say it coming today uh, uh, from where? From where? These minks were raised on our very own farm in Vladivostok, Alaska. Not one of these animals was ever allowed to expose himself to the Arctic breeze without wearing a turtleneck sweater at all times. <laughs> this beautiful piece of merchandise is yours, my friend. Yours for $592.
4: Holy mackerel. Ain't you got a couple that snuck out without their sweaters on?
0: <laughs> uh, mister,
3: i was afraid that's too high
0: for me. Well, I could pull the price down to, say, uh, $430. i am sorry, mister. Still too high. Well, my friend, what would you say if I pulled it down to an even 300 Yeah, you'd
3: have to pull it down further than that.
0: <laughs> listen, my friend, before I give this poor animal another yank, how much have you got to spend? Uh, $68. $68? 68... dollars $68. Are you kidding, chum? I have to give the cop on the beat more than that to stay in business. Now get out of here. Oh, yeah, sir, so, must Trader, Dan, we leave. <laughs>
3: Back in the apartment, no mink stole. I guess Sapphire's out. Let me hang my coat up here in the closet. Yeah, I'll just hang... Uh, uh, just... Holy mackerel. What's this hanging here in the closet? Some kind of fur. Why, it's a mink stole. And a expensive one, too. Where would Sapphire get a mink stole from? She ain't got no money. There's something wrong here someplace. I ain't never heard of a mink crawling in the closet to spawn. I knew it.
4: Hey, what's up, Kingfish? I got over to your apartment here as soon as you called. Well, Andy, I got some terrible news. A sapphire is a crook. A crook? What are you talking about?
3: Now, listen, Andy. When I got home, I found a mink stole hanging in the closet. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down to read the paper. And look what I come across here. Look here, I'm going to read this to you. Say here, Darren Daylight Robbery. Woman posing as customer walks out of La Mode department store with $1,000 mink stole. Believed to have Confederate.
4: Well, make, uh, what makes you so sure it was Sapphire?
3: Well, listen, Andy, this morning she said she was
4: desperate. And she was going to get one some way. And she'd do anything to get a fur piece. Well, it looked like she'd done it all right. And her mama was the confederate.
3: Yes, and the next time I see them, I got a feeling them two ostriches is going to be peering at me from behind the bars.
7: Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. One big reason we do this is because every Rexall drug product is sold on an unconditional money-back guarantee. This means that from Maine to California, from Canada to Texas, every Rexall drug product must give you satisfaction, or you can return it to the store where you bought it and get your money back. No questions asked, no substitutes offered. This coming year may see many changes, but two things will remain the same. The friendly service of your Rexall family druggist and the ironclad money-back guarantee on Rexall drug products. It's good to know that in 1953 or any other year, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall.
5: Beautiful silver blue mink stole I done ever seen. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, daughter, where in the world did you get it from?
2: Well, Mama, I know George wouldn't do nothing about getting me a stole, so I took action on my own. What'd you do, honey? Mama, I went downtown to the Eureka Rental Company and rented this stole till after the party.
5: Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Has Fish Face seen it yet? <laughs> No, Mama,
2: I ain't going to show it to George till the day of the party. Now, I'll put it back in the closet, and we better get going if we're going to keep our appointment at the beauty parlor. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of furs, daughter.
5: (laughs) I'll never forget the time your father came home from a business trip and brought me a beautiful leopard. Oh, Mama, a
2: beautiful leopard coat. No, a live one. (laughs) And when I opened the door, he sicked him on me. (laughs)
4: Kingfish, what is we doing in the basement of your apartment house here with this mink stole?
3: Now, look, Andy, if the police finds this mink stole, they'll know it was my wife who stole it from the La department store.
4: Yeah, this is something. Sapphire turned out to be a streptomaniac. <laughs> what you going to do with the stole?
3: Well, I'm going to burn up the mink stole in the furnace here to keep my darling wife from going to jail. Yeah. Open the furnace door there, boy.
4: Yeah. Hey, boy, there's a nice fire. But before we do this, Kingfish, couldn't I just walk up and down Lennox Avenue once and let the gal see me with this stole over my arm? Well, what good would that do? Man, I'd be smooching off them minks for the next two years. <laughs> Shut up, Andy, and throw the thing in the furnace there. Okay, here goes. Yeah,
3: there it is. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, boy, look at that. That sure make an expensive-looking flame, don't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, Andy, there it go. Now the police will never be able to pin nothing on my wife's Sapphire.
4: Yeah, this is a mess, all right. Sapphire stealing that stole.
3: Yeah, and then at her age, too. She's old enough to be a grandmother. If she wanted to turn to crime, why couldn't she have taken up something respectable like robbing banks? Or the... <laughs> well, the evidence is
6: gone.
3: Just wait till Sapphire and her mama gets home. I'm gonna tell them two old gun mollies just what I think of them <laughs> stealing a mink fur stole. Yeah, when I get Sue talking to uh Stevens' residence.
5: Is Mrs. Stevens home?
3: Uh, no, she's not. Uh, any message?
5: Well, uh, this is the Eureka Rental Company. I wanted to talk to her about picking up the garment.
3: Yeah, well, I'll uh. uh... Excuse me, but what did you say about picking up the garbage? What's that again?
5: No, no, I said the garment your wife rented.
3: Oh, no, we don't want to rent no garbage. We got a kitchen full of it. No, no. Hello,
5: hello, are you there? Uh, hello, hello.
3: Must be another party on the wire here.
5: Look, I'm calling about the mink stole your wife rented from us today.
3: Uh, listen, uh, would the party who was yapping about the mink stole shut up so I can finish my conversation with the Board of Health about the garbage? <laughs> uh, hello? Hello, Board of Health? This is the
5: Eureka Rental Company. Well,
3: what happened to the Board of Health?
5: <laughs>
3: operator, operator, we've been cut off.
5: Hello, hello.
3: Uh, look, uh, I think the three of us better hang up and make this call over.
5: All right, I'll call you right yeah, back. Yeah,
3: do that. You better call me back. How you like that? Huh. Two people yelling at me on the wire at the same time. Uh, uh Hello?
5: Hello, this is the Eureka Rental Company.
3: Oh, glad we got rid of them people about the garbage. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, what is it?
5: Your wife came in today and rented a mink stole and took it home. Mm, uh. <laughs> when is she going to return it?
3: Well, now, that is a very good question. Uh, <laughs> the best question I haven't hear in a long time. <laughs>
5: I think you'd better have your wife call me back when she gets in.
3: Yeah, I'll have my wife call you right after the funeral. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, here is your Rexall family druggist.
7: Don't let your holiday be spoiled by the acid indigestion that often results from rich, heavy foods and beverages. Keep a bottle of Bismarck's on hand. This famous antacid with the exclusive Rexall formula works in a continuous relay to give both fast and prolonged relief. Excess acidity is often neutralized in less than one minute. Then other ingredients, dissolving more slowly, ease gastric distress and leave a soothing protective covering on irritated stomach membranes. So remember, for fast and prolonged relief from acid indigestion, ask for bismarex, B-I-S-M-A. Hyphen R-E-X. Bismarck's Always on hand at Rexall drugstores everywhere.
4: Holy mackerel, Kingfish, this is a mess. Us burning up that rented stole. That rental company really gonna throw you in jail. No, no, Andy,
3: I done worked out a way to reimburse the rental company for the coup. Yeah, well, how are you gonna reimburse them? Well, now, look, Andy... <coughs> I got a fire insurance policy. Sapphire and Mama still at the beauty parlor, so I called up Al Gunk with J. Calhoun about the mess, you see. Oh, yeah. And he suggested that we stage a phony fire and put in a phony claim for the stole, you see.
4: Kingfish, this is the jailer's idea. You don't have a long one.
3: <laughs> oh, no, Andy. The investigator from the insurance company is on his way over here. And he'll be here any minute. And Calhoun's going to be here to cover all the legal angles. Well, uh,
4: with Calhoun here, maybe you can get away with it,
3: huh? Yeah, Andy, after all, there was a fire. I just gonna change the locale. I just gonna tell him that the stove was burnt up here in the closet.
4: Yeah, well, what you gonna do with this box of ashes you got here?
3: Well, I got them from the ash can in the basement. I gonna dump them around the closet floor there to make uh, make the fire look uh, on the up and up, you see.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But
3: where's Calhoun? Well, he be here all right, Andy. He knows all the details. Oh, he a smart boy. He never say
4: nothing wrong. Yeah, that's right. You can always count on good old Al Ganke. Oh, i tell you something, Kingfish. Uh, wait uh, a minute. Now, that's the insurance uh, uh, investigator at the door. Dump them ashes in the
3: closet right quick. Okay, okay, That's it. Dump that. That's it. Now, remember, you was an eyewitness to the fire. Yeah. Now, I'll let the investigator in. do, 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 do. Oh, uh, come in, sir. You must be the adjuster from the fire insurance company.
8: That's right. Cooper's the name. Earl Cooper. Yeah. I surmise you uh, had a little fire here. Oh, uh, yeah, sir. You don't mis it up correctly.
3: <laughs> My name is uh, George Stevens, uh, and this here is Truthful Brown.
7: <laughs> uh,
6: uh,
3: he witnessed the fire with his twenty-twenty vision. That's what he uh, yeah, That's
4: right. I think the thing started from spontaneous convulsions. Yeah.
8: Well, we'll get back to you later, Truthful. Uh-oh. Now, uh, Mr. Stevens, I... Oh, so these are the ashes here from the fire, eh? Uh, how did it start?
3: Oh, well, now, uh, last night, me and my friend here, Truthful, was playing a little canasta. When he remarked to me, don't I smell smoke? And I say, yeah, so do as I. And then he said it smelled to me like a mink stove burning. And I say, uh... Hey, you don't mean the $800 mink stole that I give my wife for Christmas? The one that the insurance company got the policy on and guaranteed to back up to the hilt without
8: going to court and all that stuff? And,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it smelled like to me, too.
8: Well, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, sir, yeah.
4: Say, uh, Kingfish, can I see you for a minute?
3: May I excuse us a minute, Miss Cooper. Uh,
4: uh, what's the trouble, Andrew? I don't like this fellow, Kingfish. He reminds me of that black-and-white kitty I found in the woods once. <laughs> we was getting along fine when all of a sudden he let me know he wasn't a cat in the nastiest way.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry, Andy. Uh, I got him over a barrel. Uh, uh, oh, come on. Uh, Now, uh, you were saying, Mr. Cooper...
8: Oh, yes. Now, on the phone, you valued this mink stole at $800. I have the check right here. Yeah, well, will you just let me have it, please? Uh, I I take uh, it... Just a minute. There are a few things in this case that don't sit too well with me. Well, just where does the squatting bother you? (laughs) Are the ashes just as they were left from the fire? Oh, yeah,
3: them are the ashes uh, from the mink stool, genuine mink
8: stool ashes, yes. Sir, yeah. Well, let me sort of sift through them here. Uh, well, I see from the clinkers here, your wife must have carried coal in her pockets.
3: Uh, coal? Oh, no, no. You see, we always keep a couple of lumps of coal in the closet. Uh, In case John L. Lewis calls the boys out, why, we won't get short, you know. Great stabilization board and all that trouble. Oh, yes, uh,
8: of course. It's a very natural thing to do. Just let me sift through the ashes some more here. Uh Uh-oh, it was right about here that Kitty let me have it. (laughs) Ah. well, look here, a half-burned boxing glove. Was your wife expecting a shortage of those, too? No, no, sir, no. That belonged to our little boy, Junior. Yeah,
4: come to think of it, you ought to up the claim. I ain't seen Junior around since the fire, neither.
8: <laughs> what? What? Shut up, truthful. Uh, let's see here. Half a grapefruit, the door off a birdcage, and an old fish can. Mr. Stevens, this is one of the most suspicious cases I've ever investigated. But in the absence of definite proof and the fact that you have a witness... I'm going to turn this check over to you.
3: Oh, thank you, sir. I wish you'd do that, thank you. And I tell you that, uh. Oh, Calhoun, uh. Now, hiya there,
5: Kingfish. I, I just got your message. Is that fella from the insurance company here yet? Uh, Calhoun. Uh... Well, when he gets here, let me do the talking. You see, I am a more practiced liar than you is. <laughs> uh, Calhoun, look. Yeah, uh... yeah. I can really wrap them bars around my little finger. I tell you, I, uh. uh... Oh, I didn't know you had company. How are you, bub?
8: How do you do? Yeah,
5: well, like I was saying, I'll have that insurance investigator eating out the palm of my hand. I'll have him begging for a settlement. I'll have that poor boob down on his knees crying. I'll have him believing that mixed old was a... <laughs> was a... Who is this sourpuss, Kingfish? <laughs> Calhoun, this man is... Wait a minute. Wait minute a minute. (laughs) Let me figure this out for myself. (laughs) You is up here selling magazine subscriptions, ain't you? No, I'm not. Oh. Uh, Then you is an old friend of the kingfish who come up here to wish him Happy New Year.
8: No, I'm not. Mm. That leaves just
5: one more question. (laughs) But first, open the door there, Andy.
4: Yeah. There you is.
5: Now, now now stand back out the way, King Fee. Yeah. You too, mister. That's it. Clear the aisle there. Good. Now for the question. <laughs> mister, is you the insurance investigator? I am. That's all, brother. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Funny fellow, ain't him.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
8: Stevens, I think there are going to be two more fires here. Uh, two more fires? Yes, this check and your policy. Good day. Now,
3: wait a minute, <laughs> Yes, and there's going to be a sad New Year's for me. When they found out that
4: I done burnt the stole, Sapphire and a mama done throwed me out the house. You say mama done reimbursed the rental company, huh? Ain't there no way to get back in the good graces of mama and Sapphire? No,
3: Andy. The only way would be to get Sapphire and mink stole away on New Year's Eve party night. And, well, but I can't do that. I ain't been able to raise a nickel, or oh, I tell you, Andy, I Oh, hi, Amos. Well, hi. Hi, Andy. Kingfish, happy new year.
4: Well, I don't know. It ain't no happy new year for the Kingfish. Oh,
3: I think it's going to be. Look what I got for you here, Kingfish. Holy mackerel, Amos. A check for seven hundred and ninety dollars. Where in the world did you get it from? Well, Kingfish, me and some of the other large brothers heard about the jam you was in and we started up a collection. And we collected seven hundred and ninety dollars to buy your wife a nice mixed old so you could be back together for New Year's.
4: Say, that's nice, Amos.
3: <laughs> nice. This is about the most wonderful thing that ever happened to me, boys. Think of all the awful things I've done in my life, and then someone does something wonderful like this. Oh, come on now, King. You know, boys, this is going to make me change. Starting the new year, I'm I going to try to be more like you, Amos, live an honorable, honest, <clears throat> and decent life. Well, Kingfish, there's no better time to turn over a new leaf than the first of the year.
4: Say, I ain't never seen anything hit you this hard, Kingfish.
3: Well, boys, I. Well, I. 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 All choked up here. Such kindness, such thoughtfulness, and such love. It done touched my heart. Huh. $790. Well, Kingfish, I. I guess you won't be alone. So. So long, Kingfish, and a very happy new year.
4: Yeah, so long. Happy new year, Kingfish.
3: Hmm, $790. Well, you'd have that while those cheap bums was at it, they'd have thrown in extra ten made it even $800, not
6: <laughs> Well, take
3: all kind of people, though, to make a world, I guess. But while I was at it, why should I spend all on a stool for Sapphire? Yeah, why couldn't I uh, go up to that shifted trap of Dan's and uh, say, buy a stool he got there for $300? That way I'd have all this extra money for myself. That's what I'm going to do. After all, it ain't New Year's yet. No use messing with that new leaf until the first of the year gets (laughs) here. Yeah, there sure is a lot of people waiting to get into the Van Stewart's New Year's Eve party, ain't there, Sapphire? Oh,
2: yes, darling. And look, they even got policemen here to help hold back the crowd.
3: Oh, yeah. And look at all the society people here eyeing your beautiful mink stole. Oh,
2: yes, George. It's so beautiful. And I just, uh, uh. Oh, look, George. Two of the policemen is coming over.
3: Oh, officer, are you going to help us through the crowd? No. We're arresting this woman. Me? For what? Yeah, officer, for what?
1: That mink wrap she's wearing was stolen from the LaMotte department store three days ago.
5: Oh, no, 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 no. no.
1: There's no faster-acting aspirin made. Yes, friends, I'm talking about Rexall aspirin. Laboratory tests prove that when taken with water, the five full grains of pure aspirin in every Rexall tablet are ready to go to work for you even before they reach your stomach. And remember this, too. In the hundred-tablet bottle, Rexall aspirin costs you barely more than half a cent per tablet. So take a tip from Harlow Wilcox. Never ask for just aspirin. Ask for Rexall Aspirin at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere. It's the store with the orange and blue sign on the window.
3: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget
4: to visit your friendly Rexall Drug Store. Good night. See you next Sunday.
8: Women pine for men who go stag.
1: Go stag? You mean. Exactly. Stag Brushless Shave Cream. No fuss, no rub in, just smooth it on for a quick, close, no scrape shaving. Leaves your face feeling smooth and refreshed all day long. That's Stag Brushless Shave Cream. Say, from now on, I go stag.
8: Yes, women pine for men who go stag.
1: This is the CBS Radio Network.